Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, we were joined by Tim Vine, yeah. comedian, darts fan, a man who got the chance to play Ali Pally. Yeah. What about that? He's got pedigree, Tim. He's a good yeah. darts player. Uh, he told us about that. He dropped a few names from the world of darts. Daniel Gray, the author and Borough fan, joined yeah. us. We found out what he made of the draw to take on Chelsea. One of my favourite writers, Dan. Very good writers. writers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Moose joined us. He did. And our conversation took a very odd turn. <laughs> and we learned something <laughs> else Never to be repeated. Never. I'll, I'll never one... do it as well again, Paul. No, it was... It was um, yeah, it, it wasn't one for the teenagers, <laughs> put it that way. And we had a chat about various things. Oh, you did. got involved, got a bit puntastic, as you always do. Here it all is. <laughs> Everyone, good afternoon, Andy. We'll talk. Uh, no, uh, Charlie. Sorry, good afternoon, it's a Andy as well. Andy I'm, might be listening. I'm, I'm, I'm basically programmed <laughs> to say that on a Thursday, pre-programmed. Um, Charlie, yeah, there's there is um, NBA and NFL action in the states on Christmas, on Christmas Day. Day. Why they, they have, do it on Christmas they have games. Day? Why? Well, I mean, they used to play football here on Christmas Day, but yeah. they've stopped doing that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're going to talk to Todd about it. I mean, what sort of crowds do they get? What sort of audience do they get? Yeah, there must I mean, be a market for it, otherwise people yeah, wouldn't do it, would yeah, they? I think know, there might be two or three uh, NFL games. Poor old Spike amount. Lee waking up Christmas morning. I've got to go down yeah, Madison Square. Got to go in the game. Put my jacket on. Yeah, we've got an unlikely fan uh, courtside at the basketball. We're going to bring you news of that later on with Todd. Yeah, Yeah, we've moved a couple of bits that we normally do on a Friday as tomorrow. Myself and Andy will be joining the studio by uh, a group of talk sport listeners. The, the, yeah, there'll be a kind of secondhand smell of pork, quite oh. a stale <laughs> smell. Poor old Andy and Benty coming in at four after that. Yeah. I've never witnessed it myself, the, right. but I've always liked the sound of it. It's always a yeah. great show. We have, well, we have a chat to the listeners. We find out a bit about them. We play some real old karaoke classic clips from oh, back yeah. in the house, oh, Bob's lovely. Health and all that. Do you hand around, like, hymn sheets? <laughs> yeah, I think, well, people, I think people know them. They just mouth the words. And a few other special features. We'll have a shorter a kind of T20 birthday spread. Are you still going to join us for that I, for 10 I minutes? Think, well, if, if invited. Oh, no, you'd, we'd love you to. Yeah, we'll we'll so get far. the producer to give you a time. Well, I'm but... in the cinema, actually. I wonder, yeah. I wonder what time it is. And we're going to the, we're going to the cinema. Oh, okay. might, actually, the that. listeners might. Look, we'll work it out. We'll Charlie. work it out. Anyway, let's let's not work tomorrow. it out on air. No, that's, that's tomorrow. Today, we've brought Martin Kellner and, and Todd forward. Oh, great. For a bit of a chat. Now, did, you, did you see Luke Littler? I did. Uh, Paul, I watched, uh, watched a bit of darts last night. He's very, very good. Yeah, yeah. really, really. I mean, he, he doesn't look 16. He looks older than 16. But we 16. all had someone like that in our year, didn't we? Yeah. That, you know, oh, yeah. 
was we hairy at 11. Big you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I can't remember. It might be my old mate Spencer Millman saying, never been asked for ID. <laughs> you know, in a, yeah. in a world where kids are always asked for ID, he's yeah. never been asked. You want to see me ID? No, no you're all right, <laughs> You're mate. all right, mate. You're all right, mate. You couldn't have a, look at, the, America, you couldn't have a look at our boiler, could you? <laughs> even in America, where they asked me for ID, uh, he wouldn't be asked for ID if he goes and plays in Vegas. But no. he looks destined for the top, Fantastic. doesn't he? He's, uh, some, I mean, I was listening after the Peter Wright game, uh, Wayne Mardle was uh, saying, you know, he couldn't talk him up enough. He thinks he's no. going to be one of the greats. He said, we've seen, this is the start of greatness tonight. When we were at the Paddy Power launch the other week, everybody was talking him up, all the players, oh, really? all the pundits saying, this is the guy to watch, this is the one to watch. He's only 16, but he is some player. Well, he, so must, win it. he must have won everything at youth level, so he's used to yeah, winning. He's just he? become so youth world champion. He'll, right? he'll have no fear. He's used to winning, you know, he's used to the pressure of, of yeah. playing on a bigger stage. But Reminds me of Wayne Rooney went on, could, came, yeah. came on the scene. Touch you of that. Know, yeah, touch touch of that. that. And Boris, when Boris Becker won Wimbledon, yeah. you know, when he was 17. That so was amazing. Then we have Peter Wright, yes. um, who came out in full Grinch outfit. He, yeah. had, he had the beard, was in the Grinch colour the hair, the Grinch colours, the outfit yeah. was full Grinch, went down a storm. Yeah. And then, really committed to it, And he? then started playing darts and absolutely stunk the place out. It was quite shocking. It was a drain. They must have had to change the board after the game because there was one area of the one that he kept hitting. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't argue with the accuracy, except he was going at the same point of the... I mean, it just... Just he, moved to the left a little bit. It completely fell apart. Changed was, his darts three times. It was quite shocking, really. But it did strike us that, you know, he walks off that stage and he's backstage afterwards talking about it and he's dressed as the Grinch. Yeah. He's properly fully dressed <laughs> as the Grinch. And It looks good until you've lost. When you've had a bad game, yeah. So we wondered about those all dressed up and nowhere to go moments. It yeah. often happens at football where you've got the face paint on. Yeah. <laughs> or you go to the match and you're ready to go, oh, yeah, got it all done. You turned up dressed as a seagull or, yeah. you know, you turn up dressed like as a lion. But those Sutton fans who went the other day to the Stockport match, you know, yeah. they're all there, face Sutton. Fa Tim Vimey have any Sutton face paint on. 8-0. Yeah. 8-0 eight eight, eight later. Eight nil you're yeah. on the train going home. In all the gear. Rub your face, some makeup comes off on your hand. Yeah. <laughs> Just remind you. <laughs> so, all dressed up and nowhere to go. Talksport.com, text 8 and 89, tweet TSH and J. Uh, Anthony Joshua, we're going to be talking about him later on when we uh, catch up with Spencer Oliver and Gareth A. Davis, head of uh, the Day of Reckoning on Talksport at the weekend in Riyadh. But uh, at the point where uh, Jarrell Miller came over and started trash talking Anthony Joshua in the hotel, Anthony Joshua was facing Jarrell Miller down and started to be whacked in the back of the legs. Oh, yeah. And um, was getting quite fed up with it. He'd had enough. He was about to turn around and lamp whoever it was, thinking it was one of Jarrell He said, uh, I, I thought it was one of Jarrell's little mates. I said, Do you have an army of small people that go around kicking people? <laughs> a few kids come around with him. Bang. But what it was, it was a robot Hoover. Oh, they, were, they were doing the old foyer where he yeah. was, and he's banging in the back of his legs trying to get past to carry on with its hoovering. Wow, I thought they had sensors on That's them. That's so what I thought. So they wouldn't do that. But it that, made an you know. exception. And AJ said he was going to turn around and knock it out. But to be honest, what probably would have happened is he would have kind of jabbed it a distance for yeah. about 11 yeah. rounds <laughs> and, beat, and beaten it on points, yeah. I would imagine. Poor Henry. Depends on who his trainer is at the time. Henry yeah. the Hoover's little face there as he's That's getting right. beaten up by Henry. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> See, Henry with all bruises. <laughs> the cuts man comes in, so that's it. That's a bit of Vaseline. Denny Mancini comes in, Henry that's it. Yeah, a little bit of Vaseline. Yeah, put the adrenaline on Henry. <laughs> 
Not the first time there's been a Vaseline on the Henry the Hoover. No, so, that's, no. That's, that's, well, that's... Well, anyway, <laughs> Let's Charlie. move on from yeah. that. <laughs> it's you are listening to Talk Sport. And, and surprisingly, it's 30 minutes past one in the afternoon. It's Christmas, Paul. I'll it's remind Christmas. you of that. Come on. I'll remind you of that when you're up before the beat. <laughs> so where were we? Um, yeah, so what do we want to do with that? When did, you, when did you punch a Hoover? Are we going no, for Paul? No, that's, that's, that's a real Charlie's choice. Attacked by an inanimate <laughs> yeah, object. Lovely. Yeah, lovely. Very were, nice. Were you ever attacked? I mean, that was animate, so it doesn't really work, does it? But you get the idea. Yeah. It's a Hoover. I like it. Um, uh, it hasn't got thumbs or anything. Talksport.com, text 8 to 89, tweet TSH and J. Maybe you just got tangled in something. Yeah. You can put an injury down to something. I oh, was yeah, taken yeah, down. Yeah. Do you remember that? They used to, they used to have a newspaper at Spurs they used to give away, Tottenham News or whatever, and they used to wrap it in that plastic wrapping you get bundled around newspapers. I ran in because I was late to a game one day, got caught up in one of those plastic oh, wrappings. Took me down like a bolus. Yeah, they took, took you me down. down. Cut me knee, they're ripped me jeans. Well, these other people saying, oh, mate, that was a yellow card and yeah, all that sort yeah, of stuff. You're there, you're so that's the kind the of thing we're on. I love that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Um, we're asking you about being attacked by inanimate objects <laughs> uh, because um, Anthony Joshua's in a hotel reception over in Riyadh and uh, was being bashed into by a uh, robot Hoover, which yeah. he thought was something to do with Jarrell Miller's people. Um, of course, you've you've gone fantastic as you always do, Brian in Manchester. Sure, it wasn't Dyson Fury. Very beautiful. Was it Mike Dyson? Yeah, says Tom in Crawley. You, Tom. Um, and uh, I think the listener had one, didn't he? James Dustbuster Douglas. <laughs> I think that was it. <laughs> that's it. Very nice. Well, if you want to do that as well, but yeah, I imagine that's it. it. I can't imagine there's any more. Uh, I did like this one though. An animate object. This is from Simon Wolverhampton. Uh, he says, "I've." Never slipped on a wet floor, but twice I've been brought down by those yellow plastic wet floor warning signs. Oh, yeah, they, they do bring you down. Both those, times yeah. in toilets, you're not looking, suddenly they're yeah, on the floor. Over, over you go. Yeah, okay, Lovely, well, that's yeah. a nice kickoff. Thank you very much, Simon. Talk what's sport. taking you out? Yeah, what's taking you out? Attacked by an inanimate object. Uh, Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. Frank Brumo says Lee. Oh, that's nice. Come on, let's have your cleaning nice. appliance, <laughs> utensil, beasts. Yeah. Vakali Klitschko, we've got a bit of that. That's Boxes. Nice. Um, yeah. Talks Frank Brumo, I like that. I once broke my foot on a kicking arcade machine, football version of a punch machine. The ball oh, was yeah. flat, so I kicked the metal bracket behind Ooh. it. First night of holiday in Zante. I take it drink oh, was taken, Elliot, yeah, the forest yeah. fan, almost certainly. Um, taken down by an inanimate object, as AJ was by a robot Hoover. Yeah, lovely. Um, Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J to get in touch. 0371722334. If you're pro Super League... Uh, we'd love to hear from yeah, you. Most, but we work on the basis that everybody thinks it's a terrible idea. But if you're going, yeah, do it. I want the Super League. If you've yeah. watched the A22 sort of AI video, oh, it's got a lot of warmth to it, the video. It's lovely, isn't it? You're really warm <laughs> to them. Um, so, yeah, if you've watched that and thought, yeah, that's a competition I'd watch, I want my team in that, let us know and why. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Check in with uh, our team over at the Darts Alexander Palace World yeah. Championship. It's Woodhouse Vampire. We're watching that at the moment. Mark Wilson is with us. Interesting style, Vampire. has got yeah, the arms... Yeah. The arm's very high, isn't it, uh, Mark? Quite strange. 
Yeah, look, he's had a lot of problems with his action. He suffered from dartitis, very vampire, so it's very much a work in progress uh, for the Dutchman. But he's uh, taking the opening leg out here, uh, race to three sets, of course. This is the final round one game. Uh, the winner of this one will face Josh Rock in the second round. We've just seen Northern Ireland's Mickey Mansell see off the Chinese player Zhao Chen Zong. He won three sets to nil in the end, but it wasn't as straightforward as it would suggest. Zong fought hard, but Mansell just overpowered him in the end. And Mansell will face Brendan Dolan in round two, an all-Northern Irish affair. But right now, Luke Woodhouse behind in the opening set against Barry Van Peer, and it's live with Ian Danter and Paul Nicholson over on TalkSport 2. Thanks very much, Mark. We yeah. just didn't hear Russ Bray, the great Russ Bray. It's his last world championship, the legend that is the man yeah. with the... What a voice. The man with the voice. But we were just saying earlier on that on that, that last night, he just <laughs> goes as a coffin fit. And then he goes, goes up with a voice. Oh, that shifted it. <laughs> <laughs> face the rest of his life speaking in his normal voice but it kebab, it was a, it was kebab a, just pops out it was a furball <laughs> suddenly he was on stage his bum went in the air he started walking backwards like a cat big furball <laughs> that's it Oh, oh, that's got it. The cat's being sick. Well, thank you, everyone. Wow. The Ali Pally, it's been it's, absolutely lovely. Yeah. It's been a marvellous few Do years. Do the voice for us, Russ. I can't anymore. It's a, it, I don't know what happened. It was the furball. Anyway, that's not going to happen, is it? I'm going for Barbara Woodhouse versus Brighton Van Peer. There, I'm giving them. You're giving them stupid giving them names. nicknames. Giving them nicknames as we go along. Okay, fair enough. If people want a nickname. I'll give you one. Robert, uh, sorry, Robot Duran. That doesn't really work, does it? James in Colchester. Yes, it does. It's not bad. Anyway, Robot let's move on. Duran. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. go with them. the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. As you were just hearing there, that kind of strange detached AR voice telling us about mm. the. A22 Super League. I guess they're calling it that because the amount of uh, big teams are going to want to be involved in it. It will be played between towns, between London and Eastbourne, which is <laughs> where the A22 cruel, runs. Cruel, no. So um, team, some of the teams in the Star League, Nutley will be oh, in there. Oh, nice. Witch Cross. Witch Cross, sorry. Um, it's, it's Witch Cross. Yeah, East Grinstead. They'll oh, be lovely. in the Star yeah, League. It's beautiful. quite a big uh, area. Eastbourne would obviously be in there. Yeah, very nice. They're in the National League South. Yeah. Stone Cross, they'll be in it. Just oh, some of the teams yeah. you'll see in the A22 <laughs> breakaway league. But in all seriousness, um, it has shaken things up a bit uh, to the point where uh, Alexander Severin, the UEFA president, um, has taken to the airwave. He was a small man against a big backdrop. I don't think they got the backdrop no. to man ratio right. He looked a bit lost in the room. He looked like quite a small man, which is not what you're looking to do when you're the president. Ooh. Anonymous has been in touch. Anonymous um, has yeah, been in touch. I'm a Maidstone United fan in the National League South. I'd love them in the European Super League. So <laughs> there's someone, someone getting involved there. Well, as we said, the A22, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cater, Cater and V. Whiteleaf. <laughs> I don't know what, I think they'll be in the Gold League. I think so, yeah. 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 Fantastic. Bad, bad, aren't they? Kenley Hamsey Green, uh, Wallingham Chowden, just some of the games you'll be seeing in the A22. <laughs> Do you live on the A22? Do you play for a team in the A22? Godston Tandridge, that'll be a game yeah, and a half. Oh, wow, what a game that is. Yeah. Tough place to go, Godston. Bletchingly, uh, Crowhurst Lane End. <laughs> Just some of the games you'll be seeing in the A22. You get the idea with that anyway, yeah, don't yeah, you? The A22 League. I'm a Maidstone fan. I love them in the European Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're getting lots. Did you say Maidstone? Yeah, Maidstone. Oh, okay. Right. What about this one? I'm a Maidstone fan. might win this National League South, Paul. Really? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Bypassal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. 
the single most important thing is to work in the channelized bimbinga so the bypass will rise plug sale and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. The great thing about the darts is that when you go along, you see people in the most outrageous fancy dress mm. doing obviously the most mundane of things and having quite mundane conversations. <laughs> and like, you know, you'll get some bloke... Uh, so, there was a guy there, a Lucha Libre mask and a black leather vest, oh, yeah, yeah. and his mate's just bringing a pint over to him. He's like, oh, yeah, cheers, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. It was just... Uh, just got, a few you, more bits to get. Yeah, that's just got a few more bits <laughs> yeah, just, to get. Well, you know, I'll, you know. I'll probably have to go shopping Saturday yeah, afternoon. You know, and, uh, you know, where, yeah. where are you going to watch the game, sir? <laughs> so you've got people... eight. Tra- Traffic cones, all saying, uh, "Well, I'm, well, I'm hoping we, you know, I'm hoping we get, uh, yeah, something yeah, for the house." I've got, I've got the, the, the worst dad coming round, yeah. and you know, so just, just, <laughs> yeah, you just get all of that in the dressed end. Dressed as Super Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> that's it. Anyway, somebody who has, uh, has, has not just been to Alexander Paris so far this year, but has actually thrown, thrown the hockey, the hallowed hockey, the hallowed. Yeah, that's yeah, what it took is, on yeah. Wayne Mardle, commentator and former. Top player, of course, uh, and it is a man who loves his darts. Uh, it is comedian and Sutton United fan Tim Vine. Good afternoon, Hello, Tim. Tim. Good afternoon, chaps. I thought you said someone who's thrown the hockey. I, yeah. thought you said, <laughs> <laughs> I might as well have done. That was, it was amazing. Yeah, it was basically it was um, uh, it, uh, myself against Wayne Mardle, and we had just nine darts each, and you had to score as much as you, you could. And uh, you know, I've been practicing at home, thinking to myself, "Well, those nine would have been all right. That, those nine would have been a disaster." Mm. And it was leaning towards the disaster. Really, I went twenty-two, forty-one, forty-one. Nothing oh, happened. Wow. Yeah, but that's well grouped, isn't it? It yeah, is. That's, you've got to look yeah. at your form. Looking at your form, you know, you would have beaten Peter Wright last night, sadly. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, my first two darts were single ones. So I mean, to, to, oh. actually, when I hit, when I got twenty-two in that first throw, that felt like a result to just. Just steer the third one into the twenty. I thought, thank goodness for that, you know. Wayne, Wayne, we, I watched. You, he was quite solid, wasn't he? He was just trying to hit the twenty, wasn't he? Wasn't just. He was, yeah. and he said something that has really motivated me okay. to improve at darts. And I saw him interviewed briefly about this this little match we had, and he said he said this phrase. He said, "I felt at ease the minute I saw him throw." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's getting inside oh, your I mean, head there. Really, isn't it? honestly, oh, no. that made me think I need to remodel everything right. for the rest of what your, a, your who, life. Who have you? You based your your uh, action on your throwing action mm. on 
Well, I mean, essentially, we all we we all pick up a dart and just throw it, don't we? And that's the, the amazing thing about darts is when you look at all these players, all mm. these great players, and it's all totally different throws. Mm. So I think you're born with something, and these people are lucky that they're born with a throw that works. Mine looks like someone more like chucking a hammer over a fence. <laughs> <laughs> To a neighbour. Yeah. Hey, Tim, can I borrow your hammer? <laughs> Just float no, I mean, it over. Right, I won't hit him. <laughs> when did you first throw a dart, Tim? Did you play as a kid? Uh, yeah, I think I got, I've got, for my 14th birthday, I um, I got a dartboard, yeah. Oh. And uh, and it went up in my bedroom. And I played an enormous amount, really. I played loads. So I have, I have at some point in my life, hit everything. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Including the cat. Yeah, yes. <laughs> just yes. not close enough together, you know. I mean, I remember meeting Adrian Lewis once, and I said to him, uh, you know, Jackpot. I said, Jackpot. Uh, I said, when did you first play? When did you first throw a dart? When did you first played for the county, and he said he first threw a dart when he was eighteen. He was playing for the county when he was, you know, about twenty or something. And I said, at the time, I was in my 50, early fifties or something. And I said, I said, I know for a fact, Adrian, that I've played more darts in my life <laughs> than you did between the age of eighteen and twenty. And mm. I've never played for the county. It must be talent, mustn't it? Yeah. Have you, you put ever had I mean, coaching? You had coaching? You know, you can get yeah. coaching, can't you? They can work on well, your form. Uh, Wayne, co- well, Wayne coaches. I know he's booked up for next year. Wayne but don't he, want to. Wayne took one look. But it's a day thing. It is a very strange thing, though, isn't it? Because I know he said, I, I, I felt at ease the minute, <laughs> the minute yeah. I saw his throw. But there must be sometimes he coaches people and he's watching their throw and he thinks they're doing everything wrong. And he's about to tell them they're doing everything wrong. And he looks around and they've got a 180. So he's going to say to them, well, just keep doing it, you know. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, so were you there for the Littler game as well? Tim? Oh, I was. Just incredible. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I almost said the thing. In fact, I did to my mate. I said, I said, I know for a fact I've played more darts <laughs> in my life. <laughs> this is obviously a bugbear of yours. telling people this, Tim. When he was 18 months old, so that may not be true. <laughs> they say you have to put in 10,000 hours of practice oh, to yeah, perfect yes, it. And I'm, I'm guessing you've put in more than 10,000 hours over mm. your life. Yeah, but I, I, and so I'm dropping lots of names here. I once met Judy Murray at the Premier League. Oh, right, yeah. And I asked this thing about you know, the whole uh, 10,000 bounce, 10,000 hours yeah. thing. And, uh, and she said, well, it's possible, of course, to be uh, practicing the wrong thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. you've put 10,000 10, futile hours in. Tim. Into That's the dance. Yeah. <laughs> I've been practicing a bad throw for yeah. 10,000 hours or more. Yeah. I mean, we should all model out. If we want, really, tennis players, you know, you look at great players in other sports and you think, that's our model myself. So why aren't we all just throwing like the power? Yeah, why aren't we, we all should, just, yeah, yeah. Shouldn't we just copy his action? Uh, well, to, to continue the name-dropping thing, when I met uh, Eric Bristow, <laughs> oh, at, yeah. uh, <laughs> he took me in to, to watch them uh, in the sort of Sky studio, how they, there's someone on the uh, telling the cameraman what to go for. He's going to go for Trouble 17. So, you know, I was sort of oh, yeah, the spotter, yeah. Spotted, yeah. I, yeah, the spotter, yeah. And I said to Eric Bristow, I said, well, how do you hold a dart? I said, I, I, I said uh, and he picked up a pen that was nearby, and he said, I want to hold it like that. Because I was wondering whether all pros have their fingers somewhere on the pointy bit, you know. Mm. And uh, and and I said stupidly, I went, yeah, I, I do exactly the same. Of course, I copied him, didn't I? I was, <laughs> 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 it was a bit yeah. I know, of course, you're Eric Bristow, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're yeah, seeing it era. now. We're seeing in this game, uh, Woodhouse has got what you'd call a kind of orthodox uh, throwing action. Van yeah. Pier, who Mark was telling us earlier on, yeah. had darditis at one time and had to remodel mm-hmm. his action. It throws it quite a high. It's almost like it's like Steve Backley. It's like it's like yeah, it's a jet. High, it's very it? high. His hand's very high. and yeah, yeah, well, Ryan Joyce, I thought, was the similar sort of, uh, yeah. in, in terms of, it was coming off from the top, almost to the top of his head. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's, I mean, look, it's effective. Action. This is a really tight game and he's, he's, 
you know, he's two yeah. lengths, one set always a very, very good Could game. Work. I need so to switch it on, so I know what you're talking about, but yeah. The elephant in the room, of course, is uh, Stockport County 8 and Sutton United nil yeah, yeah, at the yeah, weekend. Well, yeah. yeah, we could have done with an elephant on the goal line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's never good eight, is it? I've I've seen eight. That. Yeah, good, eight put I, mean, past I, do, I do feel very sad for for Matt Gray. I'm, I'm glad I'm not the sort of person who has to make these sorts of decisions because I, I, I always thought that Sutton United managers basically stay there until they want to leave. That was always the way we did it in the past. <laughs> so it's given a bit of a shot that someone got got sacked. But I, I mean, he's done so much for the club in terms yeah. of making us, you know, a football league side. And also, I know that eight nil thing is terrible, but we we had the previous five games we were unbeaten, so I felt we were on a little bit of a turn as a lot of a lot of us did so you know it's a brutal business when you start climbing even up a tiny bit up the uh, football pyramid isn't it yeah. indeed yeah i uh, think you well forest green have been dragged in I, I, I can't see much hope for them so i think you, well, you no, might, you might drag a change. couple they've of got, others in they've got troy of the rovers as you're being called yeah yeah, so that that could make a difference. Uh, might do. And we haven't. There's been no suggestion of who's replacing him yet. Has there? I mean, like, you guys might know better than me. Pep someone. Right? Pep, is it Pep, is it someone? Pep, Pep someone. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Spanish name. Yeah, I, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't I think, I think he's, he's been mentioned. He said he wanted a challenge. <laughs> so, uh, for that. We'll not see. yet. No, not yet. Yeah. yeah, say that after I've gone. I'm not still on the air. Tim, good to talk to you. Appreciate Thanks, it. Tim. Yes, you too. Happy Christmas to everyone. Happy Christmas, you. Tim. Take care. Yes, bye. All the best. Bye. That's Tim Vine there, comedian yeah. and uh, dance nuts. Go and see him live. He's, He's so brilliant, brilliant live. live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just you don't stop laughing, do you? No, no, it's just, uh, he'll just non- it's like being, in a good way, being beaten around the head by, <laughs> by, jokes. by jokes. Yeah, constant jokes. Yeah, but no, he's, he's very, very good. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Richard's been in touch. He oh, said, yeah. I used to play for an A22 team. Uh, oh, Nutley. Very, oh, nice. Yeah, so you gave, gave us a shout-out earlier on. This is because nice. A22 are the people behind the Super League, but such has been the uptake, of course, and everybody looking to um, distance himself from a Super League. It probably will be played uh, by villages between uh, South London and Eastbourne where the A22 runs. So we were coming up with some of the some of the wow, big games, some yeah. of the derbies. Uh, you Nutley. could see the nuts. Yeah. I'm assuming. Uh, is that what, the, what you I'm think? Nutley are known as the nuts. I don't know. That's what I would have gone for. No, up the nuts. You going to stand there and shout there? <laughs> Come on, you nuts! Are you gonna Unbelievable. <laughs> We're nuts, and we know we are. Are you going to stand there singing? There? Never mind the nuts. Yeah. I mean, are, some yeah. other. If you've got any other songs for Nutley, <laughs> no, don't really. Don't. Not this time of day. You're lethal, you lot. I'm not. I'm not letting you. You're not allowed to read them out, Paul. I don't know why you ask them. You're not allowed to read them out. <laughs> You're on very shaky ground. I am. After I've done the two first today. I've minutes. done two. Henry the Hoover. Henry the Hoover. Anyway, and the York toilets. How about Evander Hooverfield? Yeah, that's not How about bad. Ali in bad. North Yorkshire. Thank you very much. That was one. You've been uh, chaps, um, cleaning boxes. You might be interested to know that Santa came on the pitch at Ibrox last night with the League Cup to a great reception. Ah, uh, thank you very he was, nice. He was booed, wasn't he? He was booed at Celtic. Yes, he was. Oh, thank you very nice. Yeah, <laughs> thank you very, very nice. Says John in Glasgow. Was he a blue Santa, John? Was he in a blue outfit? We have oh, a blue yeah. Santa at Spurs. We won't have a red one. Be a blue yeah, that's Santa. it. That's it. Uh, anyway, um, joining us now, Claret and Blue Santa, uh, Ian Abrams. Good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon, boys. You know, you know, off the back of your your Hoover gag there. Yes, Spurs used to have a player called Terry Dyson. We did have ah. Terry Dyson. Yeah, we've uh, had we've had. Uh, for, we, although it's been all boxers, so we've had Mike Dyson. Oh, oh. Mike Dyson, of course. Oh, uh, so, um, who are we going to hear from today? 
Well, yesterday I was up in Nottingham to speak to Nuno as oh, he was ah. unveiled. We were, I, don't, I don't know why we unveil people still. We yeah. do unveil they take them. a kind of white sheet off them. We all, know who's, <laughs> we all know who's under it. We've read it in the news. One of those, one of those silver platters. Yeah. <laughs> and his head's just... Just on he a He gets plate. under the table. Cloche. <laughs> off comes the cloche and it's just Nuno's head. That would be good, Who's it going to be? Voila. Yeah, that's it. It, it, yeah. Would be diff- it would be different anyway, but yeah. I love the way he said, uh, I'll be Wolves Nuno, not Spurs Nuno. I mean, I think, thanks a lot, mate. He probably walked away with about five million quid for about eight asked, weeks' work. He was asked a lot yesterday about yeah. his time at Spurs, brief, brief as it may yeah. have been, and and whether he regretted going out. I think, I think the gist of that was it might have been the wrong man at the wrong club at the wrong time. Yeah, could be. I kind of got out it, of that. It, but, when he said um, that yesterday, and about like you know, it did remind me of that um, some mothers do have them, where Frank Spencer gets asked to go along and fix somebody's boiler, hmm. and then the next <laughs> year the, their house blows up. <laughs> And the owner comes out like in the old cartoon, yeah. uh, you know, steam, you know, going, and he says, "Well, that's the best I can do for you at the moment." <laughs> and that is, it was a bit like, uh, yeah, that's Nuno when he left Spurs. He's, Thank he's, you very he's, much. He's, he's, he's driving in a car with someone, isn't he? And he says to this bloke, "Just pull over by this house." And the guy like looks at, goes, "He goes, I'll be back in two minutes." And he walks in. <laughs> you say when he comes out, unfortunately, the, the guy's house is is completely yeah. ruined. But yeah, I mean. They they were the days, weren't they, Frank oh, Spencer? Tremendous. I mean, anyway, I could, I could, I'd love to have seen him as a Premier League manager. Oh, yeah, the press conferences are. The, the, the boys put in a great shift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to see it. We're going to play 3 5 2. He does all the top <laughs> latest impressions. It's the only one, it's the only impression from the 70s left I'm allowed to do. Yeah. That's right. Most of them are. Anyway, I said uh, swing it in the mixer. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be great, wouldn't it? Standing there with a play the I'm, big man up top. I'm, 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 sorry, ask your kids if you're at home, ask your, ask your dad and granddad what's going on because, uh, well, uh, just question, uh, yeah, Paul Hawksby, uh, talk sport, Frank. Uh, what did you make of what, what did you make of that? Did you th- feel it was a red card or not this afternoon, Frank? Well, they went to the VAR and they had a little look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, grow up, all of us! For goodness sake! Oh, I had a little look, and I thought it went on far too long. <laughs> I said, Betty, why are they telling the crowd? Pearl Jasmine next door. She's giving the thousand-yard stare. Well she's got absolutely no idea who Frank Spencer oh. is. Can I just tell anyone under the age of forty-five? This, by the way, is brilliant. This may well be Michael. Yeah, honestly, mm. that's right. I'm just looking mm. at the kids oh. next door. Nothing. Not a clue. Absolutely, oh, absolutely so nothing. Anyway, mm. uh, so, so let's go back to let's have a bit of Chris Wilder. Let's have a bit. I can't yeah. stop now. Let's have a bit. Have of a Chris... little bit of Chrissy Wilder. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now the draw for the um, semi-finals, two-legged semi-finals of the Carabao Cup were made. Yeah. And we've got um, Fulham versus Liverpool. Fulham, Liverpool, yeah. And we have got Middlesbrough versus Chelsea, mm. which has robbed us potentially of another uh, Wembley matchup between those two sides. Yeah. The nice. FA Cup final yeah, course, in '97, yeah. and who could possibly Ra- Rav- forget Ravanelli? Of course, yeah, the Janine, 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 yeah, yeah, that was so. Well, it was Chelsea. Anyone else play? Chelsea weren't quite dominant two, that it? day, of course. Yeah, uh, the 1990 Zenith, the magic of the Zenith Data yeah. Systems Cup final. Of course, uh, they had the, they had, and they had that that year. That was <clears> the year they had that <throat> semi-final with Chesterfield, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Well, that was a tough one. Anyway, getting very misty-eyed about all yeah. that. I'm sure as our next guest, uh, author and Borough fan, 
Daniel Gray. Good afternoon, Daniel. Hey, Dan. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on. I was at all of those oh, tragedies. Yeah. <laughs> I can still see, like, this when we first started, I think it was the sort of time we started, 90 Minutes magazine, I still see the flailing arm of Stephen Pears, the borough keeper, trying to keep out Tony Dorigo's <laughs> shot in a 1-0 yeah. defeat for Borough in the yeah. Zenith, in the full members' cup, as it was known. 25th of March, 1990. Had to miss Mother's Day for that. She still mentions it now. <laughs> <laughs> for the Zenith data. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Was it, a big, was it a big turnout that day? Was it a full house? I've just, just yeah, 76,369. Yeah, I mean, the first time Middlesbrough ever played at Wembley, so the first of our many defeats, usually to Chelsea at Wembley. Should have been so. 76,368, says your mum. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that would have made it a whole lot better. Let's have a look at that team. Pears, Parkinson, Cooper, Kern, Alan Kernigan, yeah. Simon yes. Coleman, Owen McGee. Bernie Slaven, oh, Mark yeah. Proctor, Stuart Ripley, Mark Brennan, Peter Davenport, Paul Kerr, Nicky Moen, Colin Todd was the manager. Let's give you yeah. the Chelsea team. Besson in goal, Gareth Hall, Tony Dorigo, Johnny Bumstead, Erlen Jonsson, Ken Moncow, mm. Kevin McAllister, Peter Nicholas, Kerry Dixon, Gordon Jury, Kevin Wilson with David Lee and Clive Wilson on the bench and Bobby Campbell wow, in the dugout. There, there we are. Been a nostalgia. The good old days, Dan. Good old days. We were we were missing Tony Mowbray injured. That's why we lost. He led the team out all the same in oh. his suit. But um, that's that's yeah. Are you cur- are you cursed by Chelsea? Is that your sort of cursed by Chelsea? Cursed by Wembley. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm bringing the sunshine. Oh, um, how are you feeling about that draw? Is there, did, uh, did you? I mean, look, we said John Norman, a Fulham supporter, uh, cricket correspondent, said, "Well, everybody's going to want to draw Borough, aren't they?" But mm. I mean, you probably would have fancied Fulham out of what was left, wouldn't you? I suppose so. They've all got the potential to absolutely hammer us. <laughs> We're honest, especially with the, with the amount of injuries we've got at the moment. The classic excuse, but it does happen to be true. And the fact that both our keepers will be away playing for Australia and, and Senegal. So oh. I think someone will go in goal, hopefully. Maybe Steve <laughs> Pears. You went to the match the other night, went to Port Vale. Yeah. You said you'd never been there before. How, no, did, you, how did you find it? Oh, it's just lovely. I've always loved the light of Port Vale, a sort of orangey glow that you can mm. see when you see it on the highlights, candlelight style. So, yeah, it was, and it had that nice mist coming down as well. Yeah. And the floodlights looked brilliant from from walking down. Just one of, but this is the 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 magic of the cup that is that we've been to so many good grounds on this run because we've been away every time. So, um, it's just just been brilliant. I, yeah, I was so so glad to get there at last. There, there's quite, kind of sorry, two. Sorry, sorry, John. There's kind of two schools of thought about cup runs and get, you know getting closer to Wembley around your league form. That it's you know it's a catalyst for you know people feed off the success of that, or, or it's a distraction. So uh, are you slightly fearful it's a distraction or not? No, not not really because uh, Carrick seems to be able to get a tune out of whatever players he has available to him. Um, and, and the more games, the better. You know, it's like when you're a match-going fan, the cup runs are brilliant, there's something mm, different. Yeah. And I, if we could have a cup run and a playoff run every year, that's the perfect season for me. So just enjoying all it. Chelsea will be really hard. Um, there's no doubt about that. But glad to be at home first, because the dread is going away, getting tanked, and then having, having a pointless dead rubber at home, isn't it? <laughs> um, but but it's, it's full of full of... Full of the optimism. Yeah, you had quite a tough start in the league, actually. Oh, didn't did, you? There was, yeah. I think, Carrick was <clears throat> under fire for a little bit there. But you know, you're six points off the playoffs. You're steadily rising. What's what's he done differently? Yeah, th- th- just the same as what I did last year, really. Um, 
the, the very the club are very patient with him. The fans are patient with him as well. I've never known. I'm I'm include myself there. We didn't panic at all during that run, and then then he won six, we won six on the bounce. So I'm sort of in between that now. The big problem are the injuries. I mean, Latte last our last available forward went off injured the other night, and then I saw him on the train having a McDonald's. So that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that was, you grass, you grass, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was part of the recuperation. Getting ready for the weekend. Of course. Uh, you've got Villa as well in the Cup, and it, it's a sort of a bit of a Chelsea sandwich, isn't it? You've got Villa in yeah. the FA Cup, and then you've got Chelsea in the League Cup. Yeah, that's slightly more scary because they're just glorious. They're just good at football at the moment, aren't they, Villa? Yeah. <laughs> Not so long ago, we were playing them in the in the playoffs in the in the Championship, um, and they've just taken off. But these, this is what I want as a fan, Dif- different things, different occasions. Um, you know, move over Christmas. It's time for that. We've got Huddersfield away before that, which is one of my favourite away yeah. days as well. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it looks like quite a tough Christmas, isn't it? Uh, you've got baggies at home on Saturday and then you've got Boxing Day Rotherham away, which is, you know, I don't, yeah. know, if, I don't know if you want to go there on Boxing Day, but there we are. And then Huddersfield away on the, on the 29th. So, you know, hoping to pick up a few points there. Yeah, action-packed. Yeah. The hectic Christmas schedule. Yeah, we, we, all, we all love it, really, don't we? Now, your latest book that you came and chatted to us about is Food of the Cods, mm. How oh, Fish yeah. and Chips Made Britain. Um, and post-Christmas, the fish and chip shops, I think, do a roaring trade because people are turkeyed out. They're meat enough. and yeah. two vegged out. And by that <laughs> Thursday, Friday of that Christmas mm. week, uh, the chippies, I think, will be rammed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it suddenly feels almost exotic, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Haddock> and chips. <laughs> I wonder, did you ever encounter any, because you always have these people who have a Christmas dinner every day. I mean, there must be people out there who have fish and chips for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Fish and chips. I don't like meat. I don't like veg. I just I have fish and chips. I mean, fish yeah, and chips yeah, yeah. for Christmas. And all the trimmings, which would be a gherkin and some mushy peas, wouldn't it? I guess. <laughs> a good old wally on top for, yeah. for you in that part yeah. of the world. You didn't encounter somebody who has fish and chips for Christmas, did you? On no, that, not yet. Yeah, I mean, I, I would be up for that if I saw an open open chippy I have to say but yeah. no that's a, that's an interesting one yeah. but no, no no evidence of that on my travels no, did you have any fish and chips in Port Vale I, I did uh, panto in Stoke once yeah. good fish and, and uh, chips opposite in Newcastle under Lyme actually which is one of the oh, yeah, potteries yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. towns um, and opposite there's a place called the Smithy yeah that had the, some of the best fish and chips I've ever had in my life I don't know wow. if you've been there Dan no, I didn't encounter that one. Ooh. The best thing I had in the Midlands, though, the side of the, the Midlands, was um, the orange chip when I had the orange oh, yeah, chip yeah, yeah, near yes, Wolverhampton. Yeah, there, yeah. There. They've never really travelled out of their locale, but they're uh, they're What incredible. is the orange? It's Well, it's, it's a mystery, but probably paprika. Right. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> What's its dust? One herb, <laughs> unlike the colonel, <laughs> ten less herbs and spices than the colonel. Just the one herb and spice. There we are. Well, Daniel, food um, of the gods, and also <clears throat> your football books are fantastic. Yeah, we, we people are looking fans. for last-minute uh, football gifts. They're a beautiful stocking yeah, fillers because the filler. format allows you to yeah. fit them into a stocking. Yeah, they're perfect. Yeah, they are great books. Yeah, go oh, and geez. they're a lot of fun to so go and check out the the many books that uh, Daniel's written on yeah, on beautiful. the subject of football. And we'll, look, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll chat nearer the time around the borough game. But for now, yeah, have a great uh, Christmas. Cheers, Daniel. Yeah, likewise. I look forward to it. Cheers, okay. lads. Bye, bye, bye. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
Well, there we are. That's how it all unfolded Lovely. today. Uh, I'll be back with Andy tomorrow for what we normally do on Christmas Eve. The listeners come in. We play old classic clips, bits Smashing. and pieces. But hopefully, Charlie, you'll pop up if you can for a T20 birthday spread, if possible. Yes. If you're not, what are you going to see at the pictures? If uh, 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 Wish, it's called. Oh, my, okay. my, my daughter wants Disney. to go. So, yeah, nice. exactly. Well, yeah. Um, but if not, happy Christmas yes. to all the H&J listeners. Thanks for uh, coming and see me on tour this year. Yeah. Absolutely lovely. I've loved my year, Paul. Thank you very much. It's, yeah, it's been lovely to have you, Charlie. So all being well, Charlie, if you can't do it, we'll, we'll, we'll muddle through somehow with a birthday spread. But uh, I'll catch up with you tomorrow uh, with Andy for the Christmas special. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. At TalkSport, we absolutely love it when our fans get stuck in. That's why we want you to join us in The Dugout, a brilliant new TalkSport listener community. It's a place where you can tell us what sports you're into and who your favourite teams are. And tell us what you think we could do better, like big guests and new sports and that. You could win an Amazon voucher for taking part. What are you waiting for? Visit TalkSport.com dugout and get stuck in. 18 plus, terms and conditions apply.